Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. We are super excited for our episode today because this is something that applies to all of us and we are here to talk about hope so welcome (laughs) welcome welcome everyone this time of year i think is such an important time to talk about hope and and honestly in the midst of everything going on you know in in the world right now on so many levels you know and especially where you are there in kentucky with the tornadoes i know pretty much everyone has probably seen the news at this point. I had so many people reach out to me and say, Hey, we saw that there was tornadoes that went through Kentucky, you know, is your family? Okay. Are your friends? Okay. And, um, you know, there was a lot of time spent, you know, with, with that tornado, um, uh, just contacting people and making sure people are okay because and not it, being able to get through like this, this all happened. Yeah. And we're recording this in, in the couple of days after the tornado and, Friday night is when the tornadoes came through. This is going to come out one week after the tornadoes. And um, Saturday, I couldn't make any phone calls, no internet, no, no, nothing. And like driving over to check on my parents, like this is really what they experienced, you know, before Mm -hmm. communication was so easy. I couldn't get through to Maria. You didn't know if I was okay. No, Um, Wondering Mm -hmm. if your mom was okay. Your families, our families. Um, So it's just something that we know in the season of Advent that hope is so important. And in light of what's gone on over the past week in our own, you know, it doesn't matter where it is. There's, There's, if it was in Oklahoma, we're still worried. There are, there were tornadoes in Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is in our back door. This is where Maria grew up. It's where I grew up and where I still live. Um, There's a lot of people we know that lost everything. And so we just thought it would be helpful to talk about hope. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the big things that there's a tendency to put hope in, and I think we're seeing that very much right now is, you know, is under the category, you could call it under the category of people, right? We put hope, you know, with everything going on with um, COVID stuff. Oh my gosh, hope in, uh, you know, a shot or hope in government or hope in, you know, for um, church stuff, we, there's this, this hope of like, you know, oh, well, you know, everything's based on my pastor or everything is based on my parish or everything's based on like the sermon is no good. I'm, I'm not going back to that church. I'm going to switch to this right. place or, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of focus. I think a lot of times on that hope is like an external outside job, you know, that I can have hope in these people. I can open these people and, and, and these people. And I think whenever we get into that, we're kind of getting into dangerous territory, you know, because the reality is people will fail. 
you know, disappoint all of us. We're all human. And our hope can only be, you know, we have our hope in so many people, like you said, in politicians and religious leaders and entertainment. Let's hope it's not too much of the entertainment industry, but our hope can only be in one person. Yes. And that is Jesus Christ. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's really um, prevalent. I think in this day and age in COVID, I have seen and, and we've all experienced it to a degree. And I think it's a good gut check. This is why we want to talk about this of like, so many people are so fearful. Yeah. I'm like what's going on in the world? Like everything's going crazy. Yes. We are living in, in different times, but we've always had these times in history, right? Yes. We've been yes. blessed to live in pretty easy times, to be yep. honest. Yep. And when we say like, oh, we disagree with how the president's leading the country and we disagree with how, you know, the Pope is leading the church or this minister is leading us. Like when, when we lose our faith and our hope, it's yeah. because it's in the wrong place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we can be disappointed and disagree with people, which I do all day long. Yeah. They probably disagree with me too. <laughs> totally. We're always going to have those people. There's always going to be, yeah. you know, and it, it, it's in, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's why we're, we're here yeah. to say like our hope cannot be in mm-hmm. all these places and people. And it is to a point, right? Cause we're human, but can right. we check ourselves and pull back and say, all right, I'm not happy with how things are going politically. I'm not happy with how things are going religiously or whatever it may be and yeah. say, but that's not my ultimate hope. Yeah. You know, another big one, I think for, for a lot of us can be also hope in money, you know, that with inflation, with what it is, there's can be a lot of fear surrounding you know, this, this, and that is, um, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, oh my gosh, like I saved for this much for retirement, but now that doesn't really mean anything. Cause like I've been saving for the past 15 years right. and now, you know, milk costs $5 a gallon instead of 99 cents. Gosh, I remember that gas was 99 cents. This is going to tell our age, but when I remember there were times, even, yes. even a couple of years ago, it was down yeah. and now it's three and four, we've seen it $5 a gallon, like yes. with inflation, our money is not worth what it was, but no. that's, that's yes. just what it is. And like, is our hope, we all have our hope and money to a point we are guilty, but can we live prudently, save well, yeah. have that balance, but yet not have all of our hope tied up in mm. our money. Yeah. And I think, you know, that there's, there's this, um, this prudence, you know, you and I have talked about this too, this idea of, you know, yes, it's good to work hard, to make money to, you know, do your hustle, whatever. Um, and, and it not be just about that. Oh my gosh, I'm so attached to security that if I have X amount of money, then I'll be fine. Okay. If the government does this, then I'll be fine. If this happens in the religious world, then, then I'll be fine. There's, it's just so easy, I think, to get caught up in this idea of all this dependence on things and, and honestly, in other people um, for things that they actually can't give you a guarantee for any of that, you know? And I think which, which brings it to, to kind of the third thing that we were talking well, about. Well, ha- yeah. hold on, I have something else to say about that. A couple of different things that come to my mind always and thinking in light of this is that we say that money's the root of all evil, but that's not actually what it says. There's yeah. nothing wrong with money. It's right. the love of money, right? And yes. so let's remember that the love of money is yes. the root of all evil. So it's not bad to have money. We need money. We have to have yes. money to live. We need money to live, to give, <laughs> yes. to do all the things, but it's whenever we hold on to it and our rise mm-hmm. and fall, our, our, we have to be detached from the outcome. Yes. So inflation happens and our money is worthless. So what, like, okay, will, if you took 
all of your money away, would you be the, the same person? Yeah. Or if I gave you millions of dollars and you won the lottery, would you be the same person? Right. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you? Yeah. And, and I also constantly think of the, the Bible verse of like, it will be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for the rich man to enter heaven. Again, nothing wrong with money. We're, we're all about business. We're all about entrepreneurship, growing, being the best you can be. Also giving generously, yes. but you know, so there's nothing wrong with money. It's the love of money. And does it change who you are as a person? And are you detached from the outcome? I think that's something yeah. that's really. Yeah. Are you putting all your hope and hope in that? You know, are you, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I think how often we can think, well, if I have this, then I'm secure. You know, if I have, you know, X amount of money, if I have this situation going on in my life, right. That there's so much, I think, outer security and hope that we put in around us. And or if, mm-hmm. and when I get that, then I'll be happy. Yeah. That's that a big house. one. That's a, such a big one. When I'm here, then I'll be happy when I get to this point and it, you will be a miserable person, man. You, and that's why girl, you got to water your grass right? <laughs> every like, single week. Right. I mean, yeah, we are yeah, always, it is genuinely yeah. true that we're always looking to the grass is greener. When I get yeah. that car, when I have that house, when I take yeah. that vacation, when, when, mm-hmm. when, and we, we don't water our own grass. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah. purpose of why we're here, right? <laughs> it's so easy to miss that too. You know, I think, I think very often, and you and I are not big news watchers on purpose, you know, and we don't, you know, thus I didn't yeah. know the severity of the devastation of the tornadoes until Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Until I was at church and they're telling yeah. me like, right. I knew I had big limbs down and like lots of yard work to do, but yeah, but just how bad Lord. it was. Mm-hmm. I, that we were protected right here, but I just, you feel horrible whenever you yeah. see the amount of devastation, but when the TV doesn't work and you don't watch right. the news. Yeah. Well, I, it, it's so easy. I think sometimes we get so attached to listening to the radio or watching television, watching the news, listening to the news, whatever. Um, because well, then, then I, then I have, okay. The, then I'm safe. I'm okay. If I know, I know what's going to happen. Right, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. And again, that goes back to, we're kind of putting, I think that to me, hope and trust really tie in very tightly together. You know, that do you, we trust God? Do we trust that he's going to take care of us in the hard things and in the, the ups and downs of life? Because I mean, really controls an illusion. You know, it, it, it doesn't exist. You know, we can think, oh my gosh, cause I know this is happening. If I get this, then I'll be okay. Then I'll be quote unquote safe. Right. There's a big obsession these days about being safe and honestly safe Safety is safe is dangerous. <laughs> it's, 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 it's such an illusion. And I'm an enemy of growth too. Yeah, it is. And so I think we sometimes miss um, some really important things in this grasping for control, for safety, for hope and everything around us. And then we're devastated when it doesn't come out how we think it would, could, should, was going to, and we're disappointed. Um, it, it can be so devastating. Yeah, it really can. And I think that the, the invitation here is how can we move to releasing control and more into surrender yeah. and keep mm-hmm. showing up every day in our life mm-hmm. as putting forth our best foot forward to rising, to becoming the best version of ourselves, to yeah. doing what we can in our life, but also surrendering our life to God yeah. and his plan for us yeah. and really trusting and yeah. having hope 
that his dreams over us really are so much bigger. Yeah. You know, this idea of, of control and surrender, I think from a, and hope from a very practical standpoint, because we hear these words thrown around and it sounds great in theory, but what does it mean in reality? And I think when it comes to hope, a lot of that is a mindset thing, you know, it's surrounding Are you letting where you're letting your thoughts go? Are you letting them just control you, take over you, go, you know, to all the negatives or all the things that bad that might happen? Or are you you holding on to the the thought as a, as a place of hope that, you know what? No, actually something really great might happen here, or I will totally have enough or, you know, what, like, what is kind of the, the thoughts that you're letting permeate your mind because that is going to either give you hope or despair a lot of times. And it takes grace. You know, that's why it like really asking the Lord to help me be transformed by the renewing of my mind, help me to take my thoughts captive and be intentional. So I think from a very practical standpoint, surrounding hope is the thought process. And then with the whole surrender, you know, what, what would you say are some of the biggest thing, ways that you've been able to come into um, actually surrendering like very practically for our listeners? Well, for practically speaking, I think for so long, and I've talked about this on the podcast before of like allowing the thought that because I have six children that I can't go fulfill this dream of the, the work life part of my life that I, it was an either or. And I think for me, the biggest surrender has been a both hand yeah. and, and really practically speaking right now in this season of homeschool of like, yeah. It's not something I would choose, but in my heart, I know it's been the right choice for my family and what's best yeah. for my kids. Yeah. And so just surrendering that God's plan is best. It is hard. Yeah. And it is a lot of work. It would be a lot easier. And I'm not saying anyone else's choice, like this sure. is not for everyone. Sure. Everyone has their own yeah. um, path and like what's right for them. Mm-hmm. But like for me, knowing that even though it's the harder choice, yeah. and I think that in life a lot, like the harder choice yeah. is, the, is the right choice. Usually the right. Mm-hmm. I would say like, for me, those, those have been big surrenders. You can echo that knowing me and seeing yeah. me like for sure. actually stepping into homeschooling my children. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing better this year than last more. Hands yeah. on. <laughs> um, and, Every- and just knowing that you can do both. Like I don't have to choose motherhood or this like passion and desire to work with women and to, to have this podcast and to be doing what, what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, we just launched this week. Yeah. We and I launched our um, business with Aaron and Cecilia West of Perfection. Check it out. West of Perfection.org. Yep. And knowing that like, it doesn't have to be an either, or it can be a both and yep. and God doesn't want me to suppress that part of me. And I think it's brought a new joy in life to me and to my family. Yeah. Through that surrender of, of his plan. Yeah. I totally, totally hear that. What do you think? What's your, yeah, I think with the surrender, I think has been, um, uh, learning to let go of, I think as long as we can be graspy with our expectations of where we are in life of like, Oh, I thought I'd be here at this point. Yeah. The outcome of, you know, here, there, and, and very practically just learning to almost like breathe through it. of just, all right. All right, Lord, here's, here's the vision for my life in this, or here's, you know, a dream or here's your, and, um, and I trust you and your goodness with that. And so very, and sometimes it's, it's very consciously saying that out loud. Sometimes it's, um, just an internal heart thing, you know, um, but being willing to really just kind of, I, I, I think of it all the time of just, my hands are open in that 
open hands, receptive position, you know, kind of that fiat position I've heard it called. And, and really in that, okay, Lord, here I'm surrendered to whatever you want. You know, yes, I can go after the things that I believe, you know, or that you put on my heart to do or to get or to be. And I'm also constantly leading space and choosing the space um, for the Lord to interrupt, you know, for him to interrupt yes. those those plans or those dreams or those goals, or those whatever, but leaving that space for the Lord to, um, for the Lord to do that and to be able to say, okay, you're bringing something good. Let's shift you. Yeah. I think one of the, actually, honestly, one of the things that taught me that the most was when I was over in Europe and I don't remember if I've talked about this before on, on my, on our podcast, but where we were going to this one area, um, up Europe, I think we we're headed to somewhere in France, if I remember correctly. And one of the guys, um, it was a group of us, one of the guys, he forgot his passport. So he had to run back. We were at all the train station. He had to run back to get his passport. Well, by the time he came back, the, the train we we're supposed to get on that night had already left. And everyone was really mad. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Like now we've totally missed our train. Now all of our travel plans are, are messed up and people were really upset. And, we, and then we kind of took a moment and we're like, all right, let's let's pray together. Obviously everything happens for a reason. And it one, a couple of, that's not obvious to many of us because we control, right? Yes, very much so. And so we, a couple of us went back in the train station and we're like, all right, what's our next option then? Well, it turned out there had been a change in the train station plans or like the schedule. And if we'd gotten on that train that we were intending to, we actually would have ended up in a totally different country than where we needed to be. And wow. that taught me, and I kept seeing that ha- that happened over and over and over when I, I was living over there for a little while. And, um, and I, I started to come to appreciate that whenever those plans go wrong, that is because God's bringing something even better out of it, that he's protecting, that he's taking care of, that he's fixing, um, in, in behind the scenes, what I don't see. And so that's, I think for me, very practically and from a surrender, let go of control standpoint, um, and, and you are so and, good at that. Like I've seen you travel and like, you'll get a flat tire and anyone else I have ever met would be so ticked <laughs> off. And you're like, oh, well, but that, that really um, is bringing to fruition. Like rejection is God's protection. Yeah. But yeah. You are, you're unbelievable. Oh at that. It's, it's because I was so bad at it to begin with. Cause I'm, I hated when things went wrong and didn't go according to my schedule plan, et cetera. And finally, you know, I think it's definitely gotten easier as I practice that, you know, so okay, Lord, like you let that happen. All right. Let me see what good you're going to bring out of it now. And he always, always does. He always does. And one thing I wanted to add here too, that a surrender that I've really embraced that his is through the suffering. Like, yes, you know, Mm. I think a lot, like in this world, you will have suffering, but take heart of overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And it's, it stinks. I'm not going to lie. It stinks. I'm not waiting for the times to suffer. But in it, being able to say, how can I learn and grow through this? How can I be shaped? Like, what do you want from me? Because growth is uncomfortable and hard. And, you know, it's, um, we're going to have hard seasons and try, and and I'm not always the best at this, but trying to remember that that's a deeper level of um, a higher level of understanding of surrender when you're in those hard times, like, how can I surrender this? You know, Mm -hmm. so that, that really brings us to our last point, which we've kind of brought along here is there like, is our hope in this world? And through all we've talked about, like, is our hope in money? Is our hope in people? And is it in this world? Because at the end of the day, our hope cannot be in this world. And we have to remember 
that this is our temporary home. And something mm-hmm. we talk about a family a lot is like the only thing that matters in this life is getting to heaven. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of things that matter. Right. But if we keep that at the, the top, being the main thing, our, yeah, keep the main thing, the main thing. I love that. And just remembering that, especially in light of all the tornado and the destruction, like this is our temporary home. Yeah. And how can we grow in virtue, become a better person, be, become the best version of ourselves, leave the most amount of love and light and goodness in this world mm-hmm. so that we can all unite eternally in heaven forever. Yeah. Before we go, we have one more thing we are super excited about. Yeah. We led, you know, we chatted about it a little bit and we, I know you all have heard rumblings of it, but we have launched just this week, our new company, West of Perfection. So we're super pumped and we are launching with a live event. So Maria, tell us just a little bit more about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We are so, so excited about this. We have been working and planning and praying and all the things. And, um, this event is called Galentine's and we are doing it on February 5th in my old hometown in Nashville. So little Nash Vegas, Tennessee. And it's going to be an all day event from 9.30 to 5.30. Very, it's just going to be a bougie day, honestly, of like, we're going to have, yeah, just very luxurious. We're going to have a coffee bar. So you're going to come and get your cappuccino or your latte. Um, We have a live band. So there's going to be some dancing, a cocktail hour. We have, I'd even get to hear Maria sing. You might, it might happen. Um, you know, we've got how many cocktails we can get in her. Just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we have, um, you know, s- s- local smoothie places are doing little smoothie flights for us. We have charcuterie. Mm-hmm, so good. So fun. We have and really, yeah, workshops and tell us just like how that's different than just going to a day of speakers. Yeah. So I think a lot of us have been to a retreat or a conference and we sit there and, and, you know, someone talks and we get a lot of good notes from it, but then we go home. We don't we typically look at the notes again and nothing that like stuff doesn't usually change. And with the workshop, you will, we're going to be talking about confidence, about comparison and boundaries, especially in relationships with which most of us struggle or have struggled in some capacity with those things. Or it just could do better. Oh, totally. We just want to elevate in those. You know, we can always grow. We can always elevate. And so we're going to dive into those. So you'll be learning but doing the work there. So we're going to be doing some very specific work while you're there, you're learning, but you're also, you're in small groups that are to actually share with our, with our guests about the algorithm, what we're doing to very specifically match them. With yeah. Our- so we, we have an algorithm that we have created. Who knew you can learn all the things about algorithms we created just so that you will be put with people that we know that you will have a lot in common with. And so when we ask you questions on the checkout page, it's for a purpose. So answer it honestly, answer it fully. And um, we really, we're not interested in, inf- in giving you information. We're interested in the application and the transformation of yourself and your life in order to have elevation while we're making rhymes here or, you know, application, transformation, elevation, all the shuns. We want, don't want to shun you. We want to bring you in. So, and most of all, the most important reason we're doing this is because people matter, yeah. people first, and we love you all. We want to get to know you. We are grateful for mm-hmm. you. And we want to meet you. We want to hear yeah. about your dreams and your goals. Yes. And so what better way to do that than to throw a big party 
that has a purpose. It's a party with a purpose and to invite you all there. So check it out, westofperfection.org. Check out what we're doing. We're doing lots of fun, great things. And we know that God united us for big things. And so that his dreams are so much bigger than our own. We cannot wait to see you there. We'd be so honored. And just give yourself the gift of growth instead of more stuff. Um, You know, I think about like how we spend money in our culture today, that one three-hour college course is around $2,000. And this is less than a fourth of that. And I can promise you what you will get out of this day will be far more than a three-hour college course, maybe more than your entire college career. So um, I just wish I would have been so intentional about doing this kind of work sooner. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you will give yourself that gift. So we're pumped. We're excited. We want to help you elevate your life with, and we want to meet you. So come. Come, come, come. Go to westofperfection.org. We will link all of that in the show notes. And we can't wait to see you guys there. You guys, we'd love to hear ways that you are fostering hope and surrender and maybe just some of the lessons you've been you've been learning. We're, you know, we're getting close to wrapping up this year and um, be a know. year as girl water your grass. Woo! Coming up. So, we're <laughs> so grateful amazing. for all of you all. So yeah. continue to like, share, download, and we are hoping to get to 20,000 downloads. So share yes. this and we hope it blesses you during this Advent season. And yes. we will see you next week on girl water your grass. Bye.